0: back to the Vet SOS show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, The Vet SOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition, but grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Mark, I'm so excited about today. We have Will Gibson with us. He's going to drop us some serious knowledge bombs, but he also has such a great organization. I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, As always, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Mark, my partner. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey,
1: I'm doing great. Thank you all for tuning in and uh, turning up. So, hey, we want you to get everything that you can out of this session. So, be sure that you're paying attention. There's going to be some knowledge bombs dropped for sure. Um, Will's just a great member in the military community, and uh, we want to hear about what he's got going on and how they're helping.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you all for continuing to join us, continuing to pair your channels. Um, if you've haven't paired your channels yet and you want to, send us hashtag pairing and we'll let you know how to do that. It's very easy and you're able to put out these shows as original content on your channels, which makes it uh, that much better. So without further ado, we have Will Gibson with us today. He's a 22-year veteran of the Navy and founder and CEO of Vets on Tap, a networking organization whose mission is to connect transitioning service members, veterans, and spouses with employment that is rewarding and empowering. Will originally started a chapter of the Veterans Beer Club in Jacksonville in order to improve networking opportunities. The BBC uh, Jacksonville launched in June 2018 with a group of 25 to 30 veterans, employers, and service providers. As the needs of the community grew and it became clear that BBC Jacksonville was outgrowing the intended mission, uh, vision of BBC will rebrand it as Vets on Tap. And as of October uh, 2022, and this is amazing. Vets on Tap currently has over 4,000 members and has hosted 138 networking, education, hiring, and other events, including five events in other cities. Absolutely amazing. We're so glad you're here today. Will, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, I'm doing great, guys, and thank you all for having me on. Uh, Happy to be here and, uh, and to talk about the transition and networking and everything else. That is outstanding. So I've heard a lot about some of these
0: different clubs you know, like the, the VBC, I've heard about that before. Um, yep. we recently heard about the Warriors and Whiskey, um, group that's out there as well. And I know there's a, there's some tie in to, to, to some of those. Um, right. So what led you to really want to start the, the, the VBC, which eventually turned into vets on tap there in Jacksonville?
2: Yeah. So, uh, when I was in the Navy and, and I was approaching my transition, uh, I had some medical issues that came up and I was already like close to 20 at the time. Uh, so I ended up going through the med board process. Uh, and, and as you might know, uh, you never know when your transition date is going to be at that point. So I had to scramble, right? So, uh, I started reaching out to my friends who had either recently transitioned or were about to, and, and I started registering for as many seminars, classes, uh, you name it as I could. And some folks turned me on to veterans beer club out in San Diego, Uh, as a networking opportunity. There was a few other organizations I networked with as well, uh, but that one really spoke to me because uh, it was a laid back environment. I wasn't expected to suit up, wasn't expected to carry a resume with me, didn't feel like a job fair. Um, And and that's important to me. Uh, And and so like, as I went along there, uh, learned a lot of great skills, made a lot of great connections uh, that I still maintain today. Uh, and And it helped me network better. And, and I used one of my networking connections uh, to land the role that I'm in now with Booz Allen Hamilton uh, here in Jacksonville. And so I made the move. And when I got here, I, I recognized pretty quickly that there weren't networking opportunities for veterans, at least not specifically for us. Um, and so I reached back to San Diego, uh, asked the folks if I could uh, start up a chapter. Uh, they agreed. They sent me the charter, their logo, and we were off and running. Um, and, and so... Luckily for me, and if you guys know Bruce Thompson, uh, another big uh, figure, so Bruce taught my transition class in San Diego as I was getting out of the, he was my TAP instructor. Uh, And then in July of 2017, he got the word that he was moving out to Jacksonville to teach TAP out there, Uh, and like two months later, I followed him out here. So we'd been connected that way. Uh, He helped me uh, get things started. Uh, really helped with his network because he already established a network when he got here. Uh, He was kind of my Flavor Flav, the hype man. He got the word out to all the organizations, Uh, really like, you know, helped me get connected. And, uh, and so like that first event at Veterans United, and I got to tell the story. So I'm all excited. We do that We get this event set up and about three days before the event, Booz Allen says, Hey, Will, we need you to come up to DC on the day of my event. (laughs) So I didn't even attend my first event. Bruce did. I called him I'm like, hey man, I really need you. And he's like, sure thing, I got it. Uh, that day it was raining sideways. <laughs> and he's like, if I didn't have to go to the event, I definitely wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but luckily for me, he did. And so did a bunch of other people uh, and things kind of just took off from there. Uh, you know, and as I mentioned, um, you know, as as the events came those first couple months, we went from like 25 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 at the third event. And, and there was just a lot of demand. People were saying, hey, we need more than one a month. Um, I had somebody who's, who's a lender who said, hey, I want to teach people about their VA home loans. Uh, and then so I got the, the idea. All right, well, we need an education series and we need to start teaching people transition topics. Maybe the topics that are glossed over a little bit in TAP or maybe the ones that where we've got some veteran experts uh, who can lend a little more, uh, a little more expertise and a little more personal knowledge to the situation. Uh, so as I was doing that, that's kind of where, um, you know, when I was having conversations with VBC, uh, I was like, hey, like th- those things are great, but they're a little bit outside of like our core mission. Uh, and so I said, yeah, I understand that. And so maybe this is a good time to to do something different. You know, the, the transition services in San Diego at the time were super robust uh, and there was a lot of different people that could provide help in those different areas. And in Jacksonville, it just wasn't quite like that at the point at that point. Uh, and so I saw that, I, I thought that there was a bigger need to fill. And, and that's why we went that direction. Still maintain great relationships with all the folks at VBC. I got a good relationship with the team down at VBC Orlando um, as well. And so, yeah, it was definitely no animosity. Everybody's working together, just trying to help in their own way. And this landscape was just a little bit different.
0: So uh, amazing story. And I, <laughs> I can just, I can almost picture your face. You know, when you get the call that you have to leave the day of your event, like all that build up. And I could just imagine. Um, But there's two two big keys I took away from what you just said. One is Bruce Thompson will never be called Batman again in my book from now on, (laughs) whether he likes it or not. Um, (laughs) But two, you were able to see the needs as they were arising and adapt. And, and add those things to it. And it ultimately led to you having to you know leave BBC and, and start bets on tap. Uh, but that's just phenomenal that you you saw those needs and you were willing to make that adjustment because it obviously could become a giant monster you know with all right. the different needs we have in the transition space. but you've been able to navigate that very well and, and that kudos to you, that is just amazing.
2: Yeah, thank you. And that is tough. And like one of the things I've always kind of kept uh, at the forefront of my mind, is that I can't get stale. Uh, if you get stale, nobody's going to show up, right? So you have to do new things. You have to try new stuff. You have to grow. I mean, we're always like uh, flying this airplane as we're building it. <laughs> you figure out what works, figure out what doesn't. You adjust. Um, I've, I've had some, some ups and downs. I used to get really worried about crowd size. I was really focused on, oh, it's got to be a big crowd. No, it doesn't. Uh, it can be 10 people. It really can, it can be five people. As long as you have a good relationship and you're building good connections, uh, that's the only thing that really matters. So that was a lesson learned for me as well.
1: Yeah. Boom! Drop a bomb on that <laughs> one. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: and that's
1: you know, <clears throat> that's what we've seen, um, especially in the parent you know network. Who you know, um, we heard that mantra right? People were landing, and it wasn't as much what they knew their skill set that was important, but it was the network, right? And so that's what we're teaching right now in, in that, that side and who you know is the networking. Um, I just have a couple questions related to, to TAP that's on TAP. Sure.
2: Expansion. What does that yeah. look like? Are you expanding?
1: I tell you what, I get,
2: <laughs> my, my phone rings off the hook sometimes, uh, especially if there's a big event, some great pictures and all that. Um, I've, I've been asked several times about starting like full-fledged chapters in other cities and for me right now, that, that's a tough one because I, I view that as like franchising, right? And so if you're going to franchise, it's got to look the same. You got you to gotta follow the same rules. You got you to gotta have the same policies, procedures, and all of that. And, and right now I don't have like a franchise kit built. And so, so doing a full-fledged, you know, we're going to do events every month, chapter, that's tough. But uh, Shelby Phillips had reached out to me and and asked me hey and she'd been to some events in jacksonville and she's up in virginia i was like hey can you, like just an event i don't want a chapter because that's too much work i'd love to do like a one-off event and just like here and, and so that kind of got the ball rolling on this satellite series that I coined. And, and so fredericksburg uh, uh got a call from jacob strong uh area. he's like hey i want to do one here We had a great one there. Uh, I've done one. I did one down on Space Coast and Cape Canaveral uh, with a few other organizations. VBC Orlando being one of them. Uh, And 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 then uh, the Panhandle, we did two events out there. So more than happy to do like individual events, and we can run those quarterly or whatever, just to see what the the rhythms like. Uh, But yeah, doing full fledged chapters that's a little tougher. Hope to get there someday. But you know, a lot of this on my own. I do. as well, but but there's just everybody's a volunteer. Everybody has a day job, uh, and so there's only so much right now that, that that we can do.
1: I'm just thinking how great it would be. I'm I'm over in DFW, right? And then we got Colleen, and you got San Antonio, and you know, uh, there's plenty of opportunity yeah. in Texas. That this would fly Oh, so, be huge.
2: So, oh, El Paso, right? Yeah. But uh, so Mark, oh when, yeah. when Will and I first be happy talked, to do it. We just got to find the right people, right? So yeah. It, yeah. What's when that?
0: Will and I first talked, we, we we talked about, you know, maybe doing a vet SOS live on location type yeah. show. You know, so maybe that's a trip to Dallas or maybe, you know, with me moving to Jacksonville here soon, you coming to Jacksonville coming here, yeah. uh,
2: and us doing a live on location. Uh, hey, I'm so always looking for an vacation. excuse to
1: get over to Florida.
2: There you go. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You know, I, I fielded calls from, I had somebody in San Antonio who said, hey, I'd love to do it. I said, all right, give me a call. Let's figure it out. I haven't heard back yet, but but that's okay. I've talked to some folks in Memphis. Uh, I've talked to some folks in New Orleans, D.C., uh, Tampa, Chicago, Boston. Let's go. Like who, Whoever wants to jump in, if you're watching this and, and you want to start a start an event, I'd be happy to, to do that with you. Man, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Up- and
1: that leads to my second question, which you mentioned, Chicago, because I see in your profile you got a picture of Wrigley, and you're on that right?
2: Yeah. How did yeah, that happen? So, yeah. So check this out. So when I was getting ready for my retirement, and once we figured out the dates and all that, uh, one of, one of my shipmates that, that I've been good friends with for a long time was like, Hey, like, I want to help you with your retirement. What are your sports teams? What are your, you know, what are the things you want? The letters and this and that and the other. Uh, and I said, you know, and the Cubs were among that. I grew up in Illinois. I'm from Dixon, Illinois, about hundred miles west of Chicago. I'm from Freeport. Ha! The pretzels. Yeah, we're we'll gonna talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I got a good Freeport pretzel story. Uh, so, so yeah. So uh, Dave sent all the letters out. Uh, Wrigley Field put me up on the marquee wow. outside. Congratulations That's... for your 22 years of service. Oh, uh, and and sent a photo of that, and and then my retirement cake was that as well. Uh, it was it was great. When when I briefly had a Twitter account. I went viral for, for posting that the Cubs picked it up. It went, went everywhere. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun moment for sure.
0: That is awesome. That is so cool. Um, so the one thing you didn't tell us about when you're telling us about, you know, creating this, what's the, the, what's the story behind the name?
2: Okay. So when I knew that we were going to make the move and that we were going to transition to our own organization, uh, I was trying to There's a few things. So Veterans Beer Club, when I was trying to socialize that around here, I was like, hey, we can't get posters on base with beer in the name. We're deglamorizing alcohol, right? Like that we've all been through that. Uh, And I was like, okay, that's a good point. And I I need to get on base because I need to reach the transitioning service members. Uh, And so I got to thinking, all right, what are some names I can use that will still kind of tie back to that, uh, but don't overtly, you know, come out and say it. And so I'm like running all these names through my head, you know, and, and then I said tap and I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> you know, and I was just in the kitchen cooking dinner and and like tap came to my head, I'm like, that's on tap. And I text like two people and they're like, yeah, go with that. <laughs> and so, and then off and running. And so luckily I'm networked with a guy who's a, uh, a patent and trademark attorney uh, and, and he helped me lock that up really quick.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that, that, is, that is awesome. That is awesome. So you you do at least one um, event at a local establishment a month, essentially, in Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Um, but you also have a, a once-a-month Saturday thing that you do as well, don't you?
2: We do, and that's all part of Vets on Tap. So usually we do... Right now, three to four. We started once a month uh, in the beginning. And then, and then we started this uh, education series, which I recently rebranded as a speaker series because education sounded a little too boring. And <laughs> we, were, we thought it was actually messing with the numbers a little bit in the attendance. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Wounded Warrior Project is headquartered here in Jacksonville. And when I got talking to them about, you know, why folks weren't making it out or asking them if they could send some people, they said, you know what? A lot of our people are in recovery and can't come out to the breweries. And so, good point. So we need a morning coffee series. And the last thing I want to do is leave anybody behind, right? So, so we got to catch veterans wherever they can, wherever, wherever they can meet us. Uh, and so whether it's uh, folks in recovery that don't want to be in a brewery or it's uh, families and, and whatnot that, that can't give up that time during the week but can come out for a coffee on the weekend and bring the kids, uh, you know, we, that's what we went with. And that was one of those uh, experiments, too, that failed at first because I tried doing it during the week, like downtown to catch veterans who are working like down there and trying to do that at, like seven 30 to nine, that doesn't cut it. You know, people don't want to do that. So, so we moved it out to the weekend, tried eight to 10 and then we landed on nine to 11 in the morning. And that seems to be like the sweet spot. Uh, so that's, that's, that's kind of how we grew. Uh, so we do like our networking event on the fourth Tuesday or Wednesday of the month. We do our uh, speaker series on the uh, second Tuesday or Wednesday of the month. And then on the weekend, we'll pick a coffee time, and that's usually first or third Saturday. Uh, that's kind of like the routine for us. And now that the humidity has gone, we'll probably throw in a few hikes. That's why I was saying we do some other events. Uh, we'll do hiking events. Uh, not a lot of hills here. It's like <laughs> flatland, but, but, but we'll come out, uh, just get people together and have some fellowship and talk to each other uh, while we're walking and get some exercise.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of what I wondered, too, like, can you um, maybe paint a picture for us, like what somebody who's joining, excuse me, maybe or thinking about joining, what kind of the the event um, looks like, like they they come in and they're brand new and they're, you know, they don't know anybody, maybe, or maybe they got invited. And so they know one person. What can they expect? Like the program or the, you know, is it just networking?
2: Yeah, so first things first, like all events are open to the public. You don't have to be a veteran to attend. You can be an employer that wants to hire veterans. You can be, you know, just about anybody. So, so that's, that's the first thing. Number two, there's no registration links. You don't have to ask permission. You don't have to sign up. We just want you to show up. So if you see a poster, come out to the event. Uh, when you come there, say our event is a, is a Tuesday night event, starts at 6. Uh, I usually allow the first, like, 30 minutes for people to show up. Traffic, dinner, you know, what have you you nobody's gonna arrive, not everybody's gonna arrive prompt right on time at six. So come in, grab a drink and start doing some networking. By about 6.30, I take a pause and we do announcements and intros. So I'll announce future events uh, and any other kind of news like that. Uh, And then we'll do a roll call. I wanna know what service branches are represented. So everybody gets to shout out their branch, uh, whether we have uh, spouses or kids, uh, first timers, uh, employers, service providers, uh, we want to know who's there, and then usually we'll stop after that, and we'll give our employers and our service providers 15 to 20 seconds to talk about who they are, what they have, so that everybody in the group, once we break back up for networking, knows who should, who they should go talk to. So, uh, so we do that, and then and then we take our uh, we break up, and we just go back to traditional networking. And it's just everybody hanging out at the the establishment and uh, getting to know each other and building those connections.
1: Awesome. And well, one last thing that I want I'll to.
2: add too, like this is appropriate attire. I don't want anybody to feel pressured to be anywhere where we're doing an event. So if you can come in and shorts and t-shirts and flip-flops, that's fine with me. If you want to dress up, that's cool too, but just uh, be comfortable in what you're in.
1: Awesome.
2: Thank you for that.
0: I'll be the one wearing the Tennessee Jersey in the state of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it takes all kinds, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: That's just, that, that's great. I I love the format. I mean, it's, it's not intimidating. It's very welcoming. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed with a handful of the networking things I've gone to is they seem a lot more formal, not as welcoming. I mean, granted, you're at a bar to begin with. Um, so that kind of helps, but, um, just the, the whole format, I, I really like how you got that set up. And I think, um, you're onto a good recipe. Uh, now do you so, use
2: the same format with the, the coffees? Yeah, we do. We do same format. Um, and, and you know what, like to that, to that point, if you're coming for the first time, a lot of people get really nervous about that, that first appearance, there's no need to make it harder, right. By, by setting up, arbitrary rules that, that just make it worse for the people come and make you maybe make you not want to show up right so uh we and we've had a couple folks who like have like social anxiety issues and, and one guy like he came he sat sat at the bar and just sat and watched everybody didn't know he was part of the group and he messaged me he was like hey that was pretty cool i didn't get out and say hello really uh i didn't i needed to kind of take it in I'm like that's great if you feel more comfortable next time we'd love, we'd love to meet you and, and like, that's all we need. Don't, don't, don't make it harder, you know? And so we want you to feel welcome. I'll tell you what, growing up, uh, I was terrified of public speaking. You wouldn't know it now, but like I, I had to like do a, um, like a poem and recite a poem in like grade school, stuttered, cried, you know, ran off the floor uh, and, and always had carried that with me. And it was really hard. And it really wasn't until I got into the Navy and, and had somebody put me in front giving briefs all the time to where I really got comfortable with doing that. And so I, I can appreciate uh, the nervousness, and the anxiety that comes with uh, being in public and speaking to people that you don't know.
0: Yeah, definitely. And not to mention just, you know, several of our veterans, you know, dealing with PTSD as well, don't like crowds. Yeah, You know, pro- probably need that little extra time to, to take it all in and, and um, accept it. So yeah, that, that's, I can definitely see that.
2: And you know uh, what, that's where cause some of those smaller events are helpful. Like if it's a, if it's 10 people, it's a little more manageable, right. Than if it's 50. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so there, there's part of it too.
1: Yeah. I, and I think it's great that you get, you know, you give a little time, everybody's welcome. You get recruiters, you get hiring managers, you get other people that might be, you know, have prior service too, but they're yep. part of the group and, but they're looking right. They're looking to fill a position and they're, they're there for that. So um, it's, <laughs> I said, you know, it's all about who you know. It absolutely is, right? It is. Um, you're, you're statistically, if you put an application out there on LinkedIn, a job board, Indeed, whatever corporate website. I mean, look, you got you got ten percent or less chance of that going anywhere, right? Yep. Um, so we know that you got to get yourself out there. You got to get rubbing elbows, right? Um, clinking cups,
2: whatever that may be, right? Uh, and yeah, absolutely. A- and you know what? Like we've had. Um, like I said, we had a hiring event or a few, uh, Micron Technology, they're in the news now because they're a semiconductor company in the U.S., yeah. uh, third largest market share. They, they had come down for a job fair here and heard about Vets on Tap, this is a few years back, and said, hey, like we'd love to meet some veterans ahead of the job fair, can you put something together? And, and I said, yeah, well, let's let's do that, but let's make it a hiring event. I, I don't need a swag collection event. I want people that can do interviews on site and make decisions. And so yeah. they're like, yeah, we're, we're all about that. So they brought in five or six people. We brought in a bunch of veterans, uh, I still told them, keep it casual. And I told the, you know, the hiring managers to expect that. They came in with the resumes. We set up tables. They did interviews. There were a couple of offers extended that night. And there was wow. a, a whole bunch of decisions made later that week. Invites were sent out to come up to site and visit and, and, and help them make that decision. We actually brought a girl out of homelessness at that event.
1: Oh my God.
2: Single mom couch surfing, right? I could have shut down vets on tap that day and been satisfied because she got a $65,000 job. She got a $15,000 relocation bonus. She got into corporate housing for 90 days while she looked for a place to stay. And she had family up in the area. So then she had childcare. She went from, you know, one spot to here. I could have been done right after that.
1: Oh my gosh! Like that story. Talk about impact, man! What an impact you are making, Will. That is awesome. I I'm love you, <laughs> man.
2: Yeah, wow. proud moments. Oh. And those are those. I mean, they don't happen always to that extreme, but we've definitely had some folks come in saying, "You know what? I need something," and we found them a job. You know, within within a few weeks or within a matter of a couple of days.
1: You're right, man. It's stories like that that make this like what you're doing, what everybody's doing in the Volunteer Career Transition Network. Like that's this is what makes it worth it.
2: Right. It's super rewarding. You know, I'll do this for free all day. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, I I get so much value out of it just by showing up and and knowing that people are getting helped. And I'll tell you what I tell people I'm just a party planner. I I really am. I I set up the venue. I, I make the arrangements. I get the poster together. The value comes from the people who show up.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you for sharing. I know we're getting down to time. Um, I, I definitely, maybe offline, we'll talk about your pretzel
2: story. <laughs> Absolutely. Looking forward to that one. <laughs> so
0: well, We are coming down to time. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with?
2: Will? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? I I just had a talk uh, recently. I I shared my story uh, at our speaker series. Uh, And and a lot of people, when they think about the transition, you think about the professional side. But that's not the only side of the transition. Uh, There's a personal transition, too, right? It's figuring out your identity. Who are you now? Uh, Because that's going to change, right? Uh, You might have family. There might be some mental and physical health things that you need to get straightened out before you start looking for a job. So there's a lot of different things to consider, and I'd be happy to talk with people about that. Uh, but but think about the whole transition and not just about getting that job.
0: Absolutely, um, fantastic message. We got your LinkedIn. Um, the that's on tap LinkedIn and the Facebook stuff going across the bottom, so everybody can get a hold of you, follow you, see what events you got coming up. I know personally, I'm looking forward to finally retiring down in Jacksonville and being a steady. Uh, fixture at the Vets on Tap, um, and working through those details to get the a uh, live Vet SOS show going at one of the Vets on Tap show uh, uh, networking events. I think that'll be just phenomenal. Um, but w- we appreciate yeah, I can't you coming wait. I on. Think that'd be a great time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thanks for all the the things you're doing for our community. Uh, just some amazing stuff, and definitely looking forward to partnering with you here in the future. You have a great uh, great day.
2: Awesome. All, thanks, right. All right. Thanks, guys. Man,
1: that's powerful. So, and it's probably.